Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Corporate Quitter. I'm currently in New York right now. I just spent the past three weeks in Austin, which is incredible. The fact that my business paid for that is honestly fucking wild (laughs) because a year ago I was struggling and here we are doing significantly better, right? The quitter is still able to keep on quitting, which is super cool. But it's also just so funny being back in New York because the room that I'm in, I'm in my parents' house right now, is the room that I was in when I built all this. So there's always a bit of a nostalgia when I come back, especially after a long trip because it's like, oh, this is where the baby was born type of thing. And it's also really funny because I'm currently going through a huge transformation and terms of my business and the things that we're doing. And part of that is leading to what I'm calling basically a lot of quitter conversations (laughs) this week. So basically, I have been wanting to create a program for you guys for a while, been wanting to create a lot of quit kits and quit, you know, communities and just a lot of things pertaining to helping quitters, much like, you know, even me, I was looking for something to help me on my journey. And I was really coming up short. I mean, there's a lot of things out there. But in my opinion, there's also a lot of garbage, right? There's a lot of coaches and business people. And they're just they don't have good energy. And I'm not about it. So I've been trying to create it. And the past three weeks in Austin really shook up my life in a great way in kind of recognizing, okay, you're an authority in the space. You've been doing this for a while. Like, stop looking for other people to create the space and create it for yourself, right? Create it for you guys. And so one of the things I've been doing this week is having these quitter calls to kind of get some background on like what's going on in your world, you know, like what what are you experiencing, all of that. Because again, my wanting to do this and why my hesitancy of doing it for so long really came up is because I felt a little inadequate. I didn't feel like I could fully help you guys in the quitter journey. But as I'm realizing during these calls and just like reflecting on my progress and everything is that actually, again, I'm a quitter who keeps on quitting. So I might not have reached the promised land in some regards, but I'm still doing this and my life has changed drastically because of this. And so as I was talking to a couple people this week in the community, one of the things that kept coming up that I don't think I've talked about enough, I mean, I think I've said it here and there, but I really wanted to talk about it today, was this concept of a quitter hangover. And so first off, I just want to acknowledge that you quitting your job, or I would say even quitting anything, right? Because I think there's, uh, when we talk about quitting, I think the first thing is we always talk about the job because it is wrapped up so much of your identity, right? Like when people say, who are you? It's usually like, oh, I work at this company, I do X, Y, and Z, or it's so much rooted in like what you do in a monetary perspective versus like who you are as an individual and the things you believe in. So when I talk about quitter, like being a quitter and the quitter hangover, yes, I'm I'm talking about your job, but I'm also talking about being a quitter in general, right? Saying no to things that no longer serve you. So quitting, you know, the shitty friends or the less than desirable living situation or the habit you want to kick in the ass, but has you by the metaphorical balls, right? So like all those things. But so getting back to the quitter hangover, you know, it's so much similar to an alcohol induced hangover in the sense of like you feel like absolute garbage after processing the quote unquote poison in this case being alcohol, but in also in other cases, right? Make that decision to give up the relationship or the job like you kind of feel like shit right it doesn't feel so bad when you're in it it actually feels worse when you leave it because you know and you tell yourself I'll never do that again and you're nursing yourself back to recovery and I think we're all really really hard on ourselves because like we think that when we quit it's going to be butterflies and daisies and all the things are going to make sense and it's it's not it takes a significant time for you to process your corporate experience but also just the experience that you're having 
of like stepping into a new identity, right? This is you basically choosing yourself over choosing other people, right? It's choosing the passion, choosing the dream, choosing the journey that's not really like it's very uncertain, right? We don't know. We don't know how to navigate uncertainty. This is a whole nother level of uncertainty when you've been living a whole life in the corporate model that basically tells you what to do and how to do it, right? Your feelings, I just want to say, are completely valid. It's normal. You're not crazy. It's it's if and it, it's actually expected. So the thing I want you to consider is think about a lake, right? So you know, a lake for the most part is pretty still, but when you jump in that lake, the silt from the bottom rises to the top, right? It gets really murky. It gets really cloudy. You can't see anything, and especially if you're afraid of the water, much like I am. Part of me is having a fucking panic attack of like, oh my god, I can't see anything. I don't know where to go. I don't know. I don't know what's in the water. Am I going to touch the bottom? Especially being four eleven, am I going to touch the bottom? Like, is there something down there that shouldn't be? You know, whatever. All the things go through your head. So it's the same thing with quitting your job. You're like. Am I going to make it? How long am I going to do this? When am I going to find the money? When, when is the idea going to come? Who should I hire? Who should I not? Should I save this or spend that? Like it becomes really, really overwhelming very, very quickly. But again, like the lake analogy, the really great thing is that once you give some time to kind of let that dust settle, it becomes really, really clear. And of course, the thing that happens is you have to be still for that to happen. You have to kind of relax. You have to rest. For me, it took at least a month to recover, but I really think it took three months for me to actually get my creative juices flowing. And that's only because I didn't know what I was doing and no one was talking about this. So for me, I just felt like part of it was banging my head against the wall, trying to push myself. And if I wasn't pushing myself, like I felt like I wasn't doing enough, but it's funny because it's counterintuitive. Like you, I really should have not done anything. I should have let myself rest and it probably would have taken a shorter amount of time. But again, all this to say, again, going back to the lake analogy, once you let the dust and the silt and all that settle and things become clear, you're going to start moving again, right? And so the harder you kick your legs, the more dirt and dust and seaweed and uh, things are going to start to ripple in the water and maybe create some, you know, murkiness again. So that's not to say that it will always be clear. It's mostly clear when you slow down, which is the most frustrating thing for us entrepreneurs and us ambitious folks. But just know, again, whenever you're feeling like you're not sure where you're going, things don't feel good, you feel like you're crazy, think about the lake analogy because it does make complete sense. And more times than not, I, which I hate to admit, it's usually the case of like you need to slow the fuck down and also like honor where you are. Like we only honor the failures without acknowledging the success, right? You choosing to quit is a huge, huge success. And the other hard thing is that you will probably not relate to 98% of people in your world who choose to continue suffering. That's just the reality of it. You choosing to quit something is really hard. And most people choose the easy way, which is just to deal with it, right? To just like tolerate whatever situation that's in their life just enough so that they don't want to for lack of better words, just like off themselves. I mean, not literally, but you know what I mean. Metaphorically, just like check the fuck out of life. The other really big thing to acknowledge during this process that my coach actually said to me recently is that a reminder of that the voice in your head that's telling you you're crazy, this is ridiculous, you're stupid, why did you do this, this is so much money, this is dumb, you're, you're making a mistake, is like that, that voice shows up when you're on the edge of transition. And it only gets louder and louder and louder the more that you resist it. And his strategy, which actually has been really helping me, but of course I'm stubborn, so it's taking it's taking me a little while, but is instead of resisting the voice, like actually have an active conversation with it. So ask, you know, like, you know, why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel inadequate? Why do I feel crazy? What's going on with this? Like, what can I do to help you? Like treat it like almost like a child, like so throwing a tantrum, 
Like, let it have its crying fit and then ask, like, what's wrong? Like, why are you crying? What's what's the matter? Like, can we, is it something that I did? Is it something that we said? Is it just feel like this and it's not the reality, right? Like, what would you do if you were talking to younger, like a toddler? And I think that reframe is really, really important, especially when you're on the quitter journey, because again, like a quitter hangover, it's expected that you're going to feel like absolute garbage, but not enough people talk about the fact that there's a recovery process when processing out poison. So all that to say, I just wanted to bring this up. It's a, I know it's a, it's a quick episode. I just, I've been talking to, I think about like five of you this week. I had live calls with about five of you, which has been so amazing. Honestly, I have so many amazing quitters in my community. Like y'all are up to really cool shit, just saying. But so many of you are actually in this phase of the quitter hangover, right? A lot of you are processing the quitting of the relationship, the quitting of the job or getting laid off. And like, it's, it's, I wish when I started this three years ago, I had someone clapping for me who could say to me, truthfully, not full of BS, right? Like I didn't want someone to sugarcoat something for me. I wanted them to honestly tell me what their experience was of me. And I didn't get that. And it was really difficult. And I had a lot of people who were supportive of me, but it was like a fake supportive. It was like, yeah, good for you. I'm not going to do that, but good for you. Yeah, I'll watch and play along. And none of those people are in my life anymore, which is really hard. But again, I I bring this up because, again, the quitter hangover is applicable to anything that you're actively quitting in pursuit of something better. And the bigger things that you quit, the probably the heavier the hangover is. But hopefully, much like at this point in our lives, I think each of us have experienced at least one singular hangover. We get a little bit better about dealing with them. They get worse, <laughs> I will say. But uh, we deal with them a lot better and they're expected. And when you can expect something, you can prepare for something. And when you can prepare for something, it doesn't hurt nearly as much because, you know, you you expected it. But the other thing I wanted to bring up again, talking about these, the quitter, you know, research that I'm doing right now is that I'm in the middle of building out a quitter beta program in December. I think I briefly mentioned it in the newsletter and things like that. It seems like we're all going through some major upgrades and perspective shifts and myself included in the business. And I think finally I'm having the aha moment of like, wait a minute, I can help people. I've been helping people. I get messages all the time from people who I've been helping transform their lives in some way, shape, or form, whether it's them starting multi-million dollar businesses because of a single video that I created inspiring them to quit their jobs and build something, or when I literally work with people one-on-one, like all of a sudden they're building things and doing this, and this one launched the Etsy shop, and this one is doing a podcast, and it's like, I don't know, all these cool things. And so I think I'm at a point where I'm like, yeah, I can help. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to make myself available. So I will be launching a quitter beta program in December. If any of y'all are interested, please reach out. I'm going to be offering at a 50% discount for the program just because you are going to be helping me build it essentially because it is in beta mode, right? It's a new service and product that I'm going to be delivering. So y'all are going to get some secret special things that other people wouldn't get. And of course, at a discounted rate. So a lot more one-on-one time with me, a lot more time with interesting quitters in the community, stuff like that, a lot of other good goodies. And the cool thing is that since you're in the beta program and you're helping me build it, you get to make suggestions, which means you probably, if you're looking for something and need it, I could probably give it to you. So (laughs) I'm open to all suggestions, but I'm going to leave this episode at that. If any of y'all are interested, again, reach out to me. Again, the newsletter is live. We've been doing it for three weeks, getting really, really great feedback. The one this week was focusing on e-commerce. So if any of you are interested in building your own print-on-demand shop, 
uh, or even starting your Etsy store, I have a full-blown list of tools you can use, steps you can take, all that good stuff in the newsletter. Just go to the link in the show notes to sign up for the newsletter and you can read all previous newsletters online for free. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I hope you're being gentle with yourself. There's a lot of things going on in, in our hemisphere, the cosmos be cosmoing. So I hope you'll, you're, you know, you're gentle with yourself and able to giving yourself space and grace to enjoy this final time of the year, right? We only have a few weeks left. We have Thanksgiving coming up next week for those of you in the U.S. who celebrate that. It's, um, it's an interesting time. It's a fruitful time. So have a great week, guys, and I'll talk to you soon.